Welcome. It's RITY. I'm Ryan Jansen. This week on the program, Electricity. And the playlist can be found on reelinwithryan.com. Up first, it's a group that has a name and a song title that fits the theme. Their name is short for Alternating Current, Direct Current, and this is the title track from their 1976 international debut album, High Voltage. Here's ACDC.
That was another title track, this time from UFO and Lights Out. That song was featured in the 1999 movie Detroit Rock City. Our theme this week is electricity, and on the way, you are going to get funked up. Here's Iva Davies, frontman of the Australian band Icehouse, talking about the end result of his collaboration with John Oates. It's a song called Electric Blue, and it was the biggest hit for Icehouse here in the States. We were touring in America on Measure for Measure, so it would have been around about 1986, and I was staying in a hotel in New York that I'd been in a lot of at the time, and so I knew the barman there. And I was sitting at the bar, and the barman said, the phone rang and he, the barman said, uh, oh, there's a phone call for you. And I answered the phone and on the other end of the phone was John Oates. And John Oates had tracked me down. I don't know how he found me, but he found out that I was at the Mayflower and, he found, and they found me in the bar. And he said, we have to write songs together. And I'm a very nervous collaborator. I'm not comfortable really in that situation. And I made every excuse I could to get out of it. I said, oh, well, we're in the middle of a tour. That's all right, I'll wait until the end of the tour. Oh, well, I've got to go back to Australia after. Oh, I'll come to Australia. And he did. At the point at which he left and went back to America, it was hardly a song at all. It had some backing vocals. It had a couple of lines. But he said to me, and he made me promise on the spot, and he said, whatever you do, record this song. And if you're not going to record this song, tell me, and Hall and Oates will record it, and it will be a single. We'll put it out because it's a hit. And he knew, even though it was only half finished, that it was a hit, and he was, he was absolutely right.
Segment two.
Eddie Grant with a song about a real street in London. It was Electric Avenue, which was the first market street to be lit by electric lights. And we opened with Parliament and Flashlight. Thanks for joining me for RITY. I'm Ryan Jansen, and on this week's program, the theme is electricity. You can view the playlist on reelinwithryan.com. This song was recorded on October 29, 1968, in Hollywood. Lee Michaels, known for his hit, Do You Know What I Mean, played the organ. The song wasn't released until 1994 on the compilation album Blues, which is an 11-track collection of blues songs by Jimi Hendrix. The song's called Electric Church Red House. 
Here's Hendrix on The Dick Cavett Show talking about his idea of an electric church. I, I want to clear something with you. I heard you use the expression uh, an electric church as, a, as an ambition you had. Was this speaking metaphorically or poetically, or do you really want to... Uh, let's see, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's just a belief that I have. You know, it's, and it's, uh, we do use electric guitars. Everything you know, is electrified nowadays. You know? mm-hmm. So therefore, the belief comes into, you know, through electricity to the people, whatever. That's why we play so loud, because it doesn't actually hit through the eardrums like most uh, groups do nowadays. You know, they say, well, we're going to play loud, too, because they're playing loud. And they got this real shrill sound, you know, and it's really hard. We plan for our sound to go inside the soul of the person, actually, you know, and see if they can awaken some kind of thing in their minds, you know, because there's so many sleeping people. <laughs> you can call it that if you want to.
the sign said long-haired freaky people need not apply so i took my hair up under my hat and i went in to ask him why he said you look like a fine upstanding young man i think you do so i took off my hat i said imagine that So I jumped on the fence and yelled at the house Hey, what gives you the right To put up a fence to keep me out Or to keep Mother Nature in If God was here and tell you to your face Man, you're some kind of sinner From 1971, that was the five-man electrical band with signs. Singer Les Emerson wrote that song during a road trip on Route 66. The beautiful scenery was obscured by many billboards with messages that were concerning. It's reeling in the years. I'm your host, Ryan Jansen. The theme this week is electricity. From their 2003 effort, More Than You Think You Are, here's Matchbox 20 with Bright Lights. 
She got out of town On a railway New York bound To call except my name Another alien on Broadway Well some things in this world you just can't change some things you can't see until it gets too late And baby, 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 when all your love is gone Who will save me from all I'm up against out in this world? And maybe, maybe, maybe you'll find something that's enough to keep you but if the bright lights don't receive you You should turn yourself around and come on home This next one is from the 1991 album, Psychotic Supper. You know this one ought to be good. It's about Nikola Tesla's rivalry with Thomas Edison. Here's Tesla with Edison's Medicine. 
segment three.
Stones and Shine a Light, which is from side four of their 1972 release, Exile on Main Street. They began working on that tune in 1968 when guitarist Brian Jones was still a member of the group. At the time, it was titled Get a Line on You and was about his ever worsening dependency on drugs. Nothing happened with the song until after Jones passed away in 1969. After getting some help from Leon Russell, the Stones finished the song and retitled it. And Todd Rundgren opened the set with I Saw the Light. Coming up, it's the Block of Bees. This week, it's all about electricity. Singer Jeff Lynn wrote this song about an escaped prisoner. Instead of giving the character a name, he gave him a number. Here's the Electric Light Orchestra with 10538 Overture.
the A side of life and the B side of life. I call that the B side of the game. Absolutely. The B side. It's like everybody want to hear the good stuff, but there's an entirely other B side that only real hustlers know about. Maybe it's on the B side of a record I already have. But you better prep for the B side. It's the game. It's the B side, too. Greatest hits didn't do the trick. I'm down to B-sides and deep cuts. Here's Brian. It's the block of B's four B-sides that fit this week's electricity theme. The Shadows of Night will get this set going with the flip side of their top 40 hit. Oh yeah, it's Light Bulb Blues. Of 
farther one travels, the less one knows, the less one really If you want that bad man, Stagger Lee, 
Pacific Gas and Electric with the B-side of Are You Ready? It was their cover of the American folk song Stagger Lee. So who was that? Well, he was born Lee Shilton, and he was an African-American pimp who lived in St. Louis in the late 19th century. To make a long story short, he got into a bar fight on Christmas night, 1895, after another patron took his Stetson hat. Shelton shot and killed the man, got his hat back, and spent the remainder of his life in and out of prison. He got the nickname Stagger Lee because he would go stag to social events, which means he would go alone. Also in the set, the Beatles gave us the inner light, and that one was released as the other side of Lady Madonna. Up next, it's one of my all-time favorite songs, and it features Rick Derringer on guitar. The tune was released as the B-side of Bad Sneakers. From Katie Lied, here's Steely Dan with Chain Lightning.
Segment 5. You can't do a theme on electricity and not include the power station. That was their big hit from 1985, Some Like It Hot. 
Thanks for listening to RITY. I'm your host, Ryan Jansen. You can keep up with the playlist on reelinwithryan.com. Here's Bruce Springsteen breaking down parts of his song, Blinded by the Light. I'll give it to you a little bit by bit. All right. Uh, Madman drummers, bummers, and Indians in the summer. Mad Dog Vincent Lopez, drummer in the E Street Band. He was always, he was always getting in shit. And, uh, and Indians in the summer. Well, the Indians was my little league team when I was a kid. But it was also kind of cowboys and Indians in the woods. But uh, uh, the teenage diplomat, well, that's me. All right. In the dumps with the mumps, I was diseased. As the uh, adolescent pumps his way into his hat, self-explanatory. <laughs> uh, with, a, with a boulder on my shoulder, I've always felt something big pressing down my whole life. Uh, feeling kind of older, I tripped a merry-go-round. That's where I was living. That was the boardwalk. And with this very unpleasing sneezing and wheezing, Calliope crashed to the ground. That was, uh, I seek chaos and disruption, I suppose. Some all-hot half-shots heading for the hot spot, snapping his fingers, clapping his hands. That's me. Some flesh-bottom mascot was tied into a lover's knot with a whatnot in her hand. That was me and a friend. And we got the chorus. I was blinded by the light. Cut loose like a deuce, another runner in the night. This is an interesting line. Because uh, this song is my only number one song. I had never had another number one song except this one. And it wasn't done by me. It was done by Manfred Mann, which I appreciate. But they changed this line. And theirs said, cut loose like a douche. Um, I have a feeling that that is why the song skyrocketed to number one. But uh, it's one of those, you know, that word, you know. And and, uh, deuce was like little deuce coupe, as in two-seater hot rod. Oh, the best line, the sign, line that makes the whole, whole song, Mama always told me not to look into the sights of the sun, uh, but Mama, that's where the fun is. And uh, that, was where I, that was where I wanted to go. I wanted to get blinded by the light. I wanted to uh, do things I hadn't done and see things I hadn't seen. I was 23 years old. I wanted to create my own ridiculous language. And uh, uh, so it was really a, a young musician's tale, uh, kind of a litany of of, of adventures, and uh, it was rather on the autobiographical side. Wasn't a hit, though. Maybe I should have changed that word, so. Spot and scroll. 
You knew that was coming. From 1978, it was Journey with Lights. And the husband and wife duo of Richard and Linda Thompson gave us I Want to See the Bright Lights Tonight. You may be thinking, I've never heard of them. And that's because most of their success was in the UK. Richard Thompson rose to fame after co-founding the British folk rock band Fairport Convention in the late 60s. This is RITY. I'm Ryan Jansen. It's time for This Week in Rock and Roll. Bruce Springsteen will be releasing a new collection of 15 soul covers titled Only the Strong Survive on November 11th. Springsteen also posted a YouTube video of him sharing details about the project. You can find it on his YouTube page. A new archival box set that explores the 12-month period leading up to the arrival of David Bowie's classic 1971 album, Hunky Dory, will be released November 25th. It features four CDs and one Blu-ray audio disc that includes home demos, BBC radio sessions, live performances, and studio recordings. The collection also includes 48 previously unreleased tracks. Finally, Dead and Company have announced that their final tour will take place next summer. Dates have yet to be announced. That's this week in rock and roll. Now back to our theme of electricity. Baseball Hall of Famer and broadcaster Phil Rizzuto supplied the play-by-play on this tune. Here's Meatloaf with the rest of the story. This is from his appearance on Late Night with Conan O'Brien in January of 96. I did want to ask you about uh, the song because I heard this rumor, and I don't know if it's true, but Paradise by the Dashboard Lights, the part with Phil Rizzuto in it, I've always heard that, or someone told me that he didn't know what he was recording for. The part where he's saying rounds first, round second, that he didn't know, and then he was annoyed later on when he found out that it was put in this rock song. And Phil knew exactly what was going on because he had an agent named... <laughs> he had an agent named Art Shamsky. Now, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Art Shamsky was a right fielder for the Mets in mm-hmm. 1969 when they won the, you know, the amazing Mets and they won the series. Mm-hmm. So we contacted Art Shamsky, and Art Shamsky came in for his first meeting and we told him what we wanted to do. We explained. I mean, it was pretty obvious before he got there. And Art came back and said, Phil has agreed to do it, except he has one question to ask. Do you have to get stoned to listen to the record? <laughs> and so <laughs> we, we started to laugh. So sort of what you're doing, that was kind of my reaction to I can see that in a contract. Yeah, yeah, artists yeah. must not have to get stoned. No, no, enjoy. not the artist. The oh, people right. are listening I to understand. it. I understand, yeah. And so we, my comment back was, well, it's probably better if the people who listen to Battle of Hell aren't stoned when they hear it. So anyway, when Phil came in, we listened all summer uh, to Phil Rizzuto. And mm-hmm. we took his words. Like, everything is his words. We just pulled them out of, like, Detroit game or Kansas City game or whatever game. And, we, and Jimmy Steinman strung it all together. Mm-hmm. And so Phil came in to do it. And so we said to Phil, okay, Phil... Do it exactly just like you're doing a ball game. And, you know, Phil's very animated and all this stuff. So Phil gets in the studio and he goes, holy cow, look at him go. There it is, a line <laughs> shot up the middle. This boy oh. No, Phil, Phil, no, no. Like a game, Phil. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, I got it, I got it. Right. Look at him go. This boy is flying around the bend. Look at him, he's still... No, Phil, <laughs> Phil. I was in the studio. He was there, and I was running the bases. I got the hit. I ran to first. I slid into second. And uh, I weighed about 300 and 
30 or 40 pounds then. So I was a I was pretty big, hefty boy. You were chugging boy. around. Yeah. I was chugging around. So yeah. that was the Phil, <laughs> Phil story. But no, Phil knew exactly what... You can hear it on the CD, really? Yeah, with really good quality speakers. Yeah, you need really? the really good giant ones.
Segment 6. Through my head, 
so real that I could feel your eagerness. And when you raised your lips for me to kiss, take the dawn, and you were gone. You were gone, gone, gone. Man, I'll tell you what, buddy. Them guys were tripping balls.
That was The Who with Trick of the Light, and that song is about a guy who sleeps with a prostitute, and he's then left wondering if he was able to get her to the height of ecstasy. And that was released as a single, but it did not chart. The Electric Prunes gave us I Had Too Much to Dream, and we opened with The Meters and a cut from their 1969 eponymous debut album. It was Live Wire. It's R.I.T.Y. I'm Ryan Jansen. The theme this week is electricity, and boy, oh boy, do I have a surprise for you to end the show with. But first, you can always listen to the program on demand. Details can be found on reelinwithryan.com. There's a reason why I saved this song for last. And despite what Vanessa Williams told you, I did not save the best for last. Some of you will hear this and think, are you f***ing kidding me? If you've been to a wedding before, you've heard this song. It was first recorded by Bunny Whaler in 1976. The version you're most familiar with was recorded by Marcia Griffiths in 1989. Get up off your seat because it's time for the electric slide. Teach you, teach you, teach you. 